Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a former journalist for the New York Times, 2019 Whiting Award winner and author of The Compton Cowboys, Walter Thompson Hernandez. Welcome. Thank you. Let's go beyond the mic. How has your travels covering global subcultures influenced your interest in the rich subculture of the inner city black cowboy? I think my interest in, in, in subcultures, you know, has really taken me around the world. I've, I've reported from nearly every continent in the world. You know, I'm, I'm always asking, asking questions about about belonging, about identity, about community, and, and I think you know it's really interesting that maybe the most important story that I've worked on is a story that is essentially in my backyard in a community that is about five minutes away from where I was born and raised and continue to live. So I think you know the this concept kind of cowboy story is essentially a continuation of a lot of the work that I've been doing over the years. When the video for Little Nas X's Old Town Road came out, there was a rediscovery of the Black Cowboy. But as you embedded yourself with this amazing little-known group of people, what revealed itself during the research of this book? To me, what what has been re- revealed is that, you know, because I spend a lot of time with like different Black Cowboy groups across the U.S. for this book. And I think to me, you know, it's really important, I think, that people know that, that Black Cowboys are absolutely invested in it this idea of being a part of Americana and a part of, you know, uh, the history of the West in, in ways that, you know, there has been erasure, you know, for a lot of people. A lot of folks don't don't learn about black cowboys in, in schools and, and in history classes. But I think, you know, black cowboys are really invested in sort of reinserting themselves back into the history books. And and I'm also learning that, that you know, cowboy culture and, and, and writing culture is, is very universal. And maybe oftentimes, uh, sort of like barriers and walls that exist out in the world don't really exist with people who have a shared fondness for horses. After you first wrote about the Cowboys for the New York Times, you were drawn back to write this book. The people you describe are rich, layered, very nuanced. Which of their stories touched you the most? For me, I think it was the story of Anthony Harris. Anthony is someone who was born and raised in Compton and learned how to ride horses at the age of eight with uh, Maisha Akbar, um, a woman who started the uh, Compton Junior Posse in 1988. Anthony Harris was, was someone who, you know, simultaneously learned how to ride horses at the age of eight and was also initiated into a gang at the same time. And so for me, Anthony, you know, was someone who who's lived in a double life for, for many years until he essentially gives up horse riding. He fully immerses you know, himself into gang culture and street life, and you know is incarcerated for a few years for narcotics charges at the age of 25, 26. And while he's in prison, you know he sort of has a moment where he really starts to to think about horses and, and he starts to dream about horses and he starts to to paint horses in prison and draw them. And you know. This idea of, of wanting horses back in his life is something that, that really helped him stay focused in prison. And it's something that, you know, gave him the energy and, um, you know, the passion to, to stay out of trouble. And so the first place he he visited after getting out of prison was the horse ranch in Compton. And, you know, he hasn't looked back since. He, he's someone who was deeply impacted by horses and horses have essentially saved his life. How many of the Compton Cowboys do you keep up with on a daily basis? I'm still in contact with the Compton Cowboys uh, via social media, and we sometimes, you know, we'll talk on the phone. But uh, you know, I'm also really busy doing other things. But I, I think the 
this is a story that, you know, is, is really near and dear to my heart and, you know, the respect and admiration I have for the Cowboys is, I think, really apparent. And I hope it also comes out in the book. How important was having a young edition of the Compton Cowboys made available for young readers? Well, I think it's really great. You know, I think um, it was really important for me to also have a young readers edition. You, you know, I, I keep thinking about myself as a child and how important it, it would have been for me to have this book, you know, to learn about this history. So I think you know, in terms of influence, uh, it definitely starts with uh, young people. Time's running out, so it's time for the Rocking Aid. Eight random questions to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind, no pressure. Okay. In your travels, which country was the most interesting? Madagascar. What was more nerve-wracking, your first TEDx talk or turning in this manuscript to your publisher? <laughs> My first TEDx talk, for sure. <laughs> Should student-athletes get paid? I think so, absolutely. How many languages do you speak? Four. Which ones? Yeah, some English, Spanish, Portuguese, and German. Last book you read? The last book I read was a, a book called Evicted by Matthew Damon. Place you go to relax? I go hiking here in Los Angeles. I know your history of playing basketball, college basketball <laughs> and, and such. Let's talk about the best basketball player you went one-on-one yeah. against. It was uh, Kobe Bryant. I played Kobe in 2007 at UCLA here. UCLA had these really incredible um, summer pickup basketball games, and Kobe showed up one day and we played, and it, it was incredible. When's the movie of the Compton Cowboys expected to be finished? I think uh, it's supposed to go in, into production uh, at some point this year or the next, so maybe a few years down the line. Journalist jump shooting, guarding Kobe, horse riding, and award-winning <laughs> author of the Compton Cowboys, Walter Thompson Hernandez. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. Beyond the Mic.